You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we are told the Apostles found their faith in Jesus, proclaiming Him as the resurrected Lord without fear in spite of the Sanhedrin's warning that they should not proclaim the name of the Lord Jesus. But this took some time for them to come to this conviction that Jesus had risen from the dead and he is the Lord. For in today's gospel, what we read is that although the disciples walked with him for three years, heard him preach and perform many miracles, and yet when they were told that he was raised from the dead, Firstly, by the women of Jerusalem, they refused to believe. And then later on, when the two disciples of Amias told them they also had seen him, and they also did not believe. And that is why in today's gospel, Jesus reprimanded the eleven for the incredulity and obstinacy. My dear brothers and sisters, how could they, who had walked so closely with Jesus, and yet did not come to faith in his resurrection immediately? They were skeptical. And the reason simply was because they could not believe that the Lord truly had been raised from the dead simply because of their fears, because of a failed mission of the Lord. As we read in yesterday's gospel, they were hoping that Jesus would be the Messiah and he was put to death. We are told that they were mourning and in tears. They were grieving. And this is true. When we are grieving, we dare not hope for more. And so when they were told that Jesus had been raised from the dead, they dare not believe in case the news was false and they will enter into another deep depression. It is true, even dog lovers, some of them, when their pets die, they are, they are not willing to take another dog because of the pain of bereavement. And so too, 
There are many people because of failed relationships in life. After that, because of the trauma that they've gone through, they could never believe that there is such a thing that there will be a true, lasting, unconditional relationship. And so they prefer to remain single. They prefer not to have real friends in their life for fear that they will again be betrayed and be disappointed. My dear brothers and sisters, if that was the case of the apostles, it was only after they encountered the risen Lord that they were able to announce his resurrection with great boldness. And it took them time. And that was simply also because they really encountered him. For those who were in the Sanhedrin, they did not walk with Jesus. They did not listen to him. They were not with Jesus. How could we expect them to have faith in the resurrected Lord? In the first place, the Sadducees, the chief priests, they do not believe in the doctrine of the resurrection. And therefore, for the disciples to proclaim that the Lord was risen, it goes against their basic fundamental belief that there is no resurrection because such a doctrine could not be found in the first, Bible, first five books of the Bible. And furthermore, even the Pharisees themselves, although they believe in the resurrection, it was only at the end of time. Secondly, they had just put him to death. He was condemned as a criminal, as a brigand, as a political rebel. How could he now be resurrected from the dead? They will lose their credibility, their status, their authority if they were to submit and endorse the claims of the apostles. And so, for us as well, how many of us have really encountered the risen Lord in our lives? The very fact that many of us we do not have the zeal, the excitement, the passion like the apostles to announce Jesus as a saviour, as a good news to people who have yet to come to know him. It shows that we are not utterly convinced that Jesus has been raised or that he is truly our Lord. Otherwise, we would have done the same thing as the apostles. So could we therefore excuse ourselves that just because we have not seen the risen Lord, we 
like the members of the Sanhedrin, do not have to believe. And this is where today in the gospel, Jesus, we are told, reproached them because he had refused to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. The way to the resurrected Christ, the way to come to believe in the resurrection, cannot be the same as the apostles who had seen the Lord personally. This is the privilege of the apostolic faith. But this faith has been handed down to us through testimonies of those who have seen him. And we are called to believe in these testimonies. That those who have seen the Lord have witness to his resurrection. But then again you might say, why should I believe in these testimonies? Were they lying? Were they telling the truth? How do we know? Precisely the testimonies were matched by their transformed lives. We can see the effects of the resurrection in their life. That's why in today's first reading, we are told they were astonished at the assurance shown by Peter and John, considering they were uneducated laymen, and they recognized them as associates of Jesus. The apostles were uneducated. Peter and John, they were fishermen. And yet, they could speak with boldness. Something must have happened to them. They were cowards when Jesus died. They were hiding in the upper room. And suddenly, we see them full of confidence, without fear, preaching the name of Jesus. What could have happened if not the very fact that they have seen the risen Lord? Transformed lives. That is the power. And secondly, they saw the miracle. They saw the man who was cured standing by their side. They could find no answer. And they say, what are we going to do with this man? It is obvious that a miracle has been worked. But they refuse to acknowledge the miracle. Again, for fear that they would lose their privileges. And so, fear, pride, self-interest prevents people from opening themselves to the risen Lord. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, those of us who have encountered the risen Lord must continue to bear witness to how Jesus has transformed our life. Many of us have been transformed by the Lord radically. We have many big-time businessmen, people with plenty of wealth. When they encounter the Lord, they use their businesses, their money, their wealth for the work of evangelization, to proclaim the gospel, to help the poor. There are many people in, case of, in times of sickness 
when they had no more hope and the Lord healed them. And after being healed, their lives again transformed. Instead of living for themselves, now they begin to lift for others. And there are many, many cases when people have been touched by the Lord. And we see all these transformed lives. Clearly, my dear brothers and sisters, we can have confidence that the Lord is risen in our midst. Through their testimonies, through their transformation. And this is what we are called to do. Go out to the whole world, proclaim the good news. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.